You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brain, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, AJ Andrews of chasefromthecouch.com and it feels so good to say that right off the opening and I still can't really believe that I'm here like after after yesterday after the podcast came out after the article came out oh I I was freaking overwhelmed with with all the support that y'all sent and I I I was up until like 2:30 in the morning just trying to respond to everyone who sent all those wonderful messages and and comments and kind words and it it went far past what I could have expected when I released that article and I just want to thank you all for for doing that and you know sticking with me and 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 supporting me on this progress like I'm I'm freaking crying right now I cried so much yesterday and like it wasn't even you know the things you expect it was just the sheer outpouring like it just brought so much joy to me and like I know every day isn't going to be like that because trolls don't like to operate on day one it's stupid that's not how the troll works the troll waits until you say something they think they can capitalize on and then they make themselves known trying to hurt you in a vulnerable moment well that yesterday was my vulnerable moment and y'all put up such a shield and were so awesome and i i can't thank y'all enough for for all that for just making this girl feel so welcome so so at home in the Blue Jays family that has been family for so long. And I'm gonna do my best to continue to deliver the Blue Jays takes that you've gotten used to on here and just continue to speak truth. Cause you know, that's that's all I can do from this perspective, right? Just just to repay y'all for for all the support is just keep being myself keep recording this for y'all probably try and write more admittedly like over the past six months the writing has been tougher to do and to have y'all just comment on how well written the article was and and how I 
I managed to do that. Like it, it means a lot. I, I don't think I can say that enough, just how much this all meant, like getting, getting support from all corners of the Blue Jays universe. It's so awesome. And yeah, I, uh, I'm going to do my best to try and, you know, be, be that example, I guess, for other LGBTQ people and, and other oppressed people in, in this industry who feel like they can't really be themselves and can't have that voice. I'm going to do my best in, in this small corner that I've carved out and, and try to just, again, deliver what y'all have come to expect from this podcast. So again, thank you. And uh, let's get into it. I, I, I'd hoped there would be more positive things to talk about in this new era of Locked On Blue Jays, but um, the team does not provide a lot of positivity as of late, at least not when they're playing Baltimore or not when they're facing, you know, AAA pitchers because the team's ravaged by injuries. Um, they lost their second straight last night to the Angels, 3-1. Um, it was a pitcher's duel to start. The home run ball ended up deciding things, and the Angels got one more than the Blue Jays did. And the biggest takeaway from last night continues to be Marcus Stroman um, for both good and the bad. Like, he he was pitching so well last night. He had his high fastball located where he wanted. He was getting the ground balls necessary to deal with anyone who got on base. It was it was a another vintage performance out of Stroman, another quality start. And he did have a lead for a little bit. Lourdes Gurriel uh, with the solo home run. One of only three hits that the Blue Jays got. And and we'll probably talk about the offense later in the day. Like this is this is supposed to be the podcast um from last night. But again, just um just so so many messages um that I I didn't feel I could continue to keep going enough to record this for y'all. So I this is why I wanted to come at it fresh. But just watching Strowman um come off the mound, visibly frustrated kind of kind of battling his own emotions because the Blue Jays faithful appreciated what he did, obviously. He he pitched brilliantly and got a standing ovation, which was richly deserved. But he almost seemed resigned to not getting that very often or, or not getting that in the future. He was asked about, you know, being discussed in trade rumors and he seems resigned to it at this point, which... It still baffles me that this organization, which has little to nothing in starting pitching and has a guy who is still under control for a year and 
has has the arsenal to be an effective pitcher into his mid thirties. Just just wants to to get rid of him, essentially. Like you can't tell me Marcus Stroman hasn't done enough to earn an extension. Maybe not of Blake Snell's level and ask Tampa Bay how they're feeling about that one right now, the way Snell's been pitching lately. But you can't tell me he's done he's not done enough for this city and this team to continue to be the face of this franchise. Cause like Vlad Jr. is not ready to be the face of this franchise. He's he's learning how to be a major league batter. And you you need someone to to be your your lead. You need someone to be your icon. And you cannot tell me that no one on the Blue Jays is more fit for that role right now than Marcus Stroman. And you cannot tell me that you think he does not need to be on this team anymore for pure baseball reasons. Marcus Stroman's the ace of this freaking team. Like, I... I, I will not understand this. Like, Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins can can say whatever the heck they want. It does not make sense. It, it just is baffling that Marcus Stroman cannot be a part of this team in the future. Like, like I'm, I'm sorry. You signed Randall Grichuk to a five-year deal. Randall Grichuk is the same age, if not... I have to double check his age, but they are definitely in the same window. And you you cannot tell me that Strowman's compete level wouldn't be a good thing for the rest of the team. You cannot tell me that his competitiveness wouldn't be a good thing for this team. You can see him just just beating himself up over and over like being visibly frustrated with the losing on this team. That is a mentality that needs to be on this team. Like I, I, I'm going to jump sports, but you look at the Edmonton Oilers who had all this young talent, all these stars coming in via the draft and they never learned how to win. They never had anyone on there who could conceivably lead them in in how to win and you're not going to get much better than Marcus Stroman in doing that and again it, it's just visibly frustrating to to see that and and to see the trade values like it's bad enough that the Yankees went out and got Edwin Encarnacion and now Edwin's on the freaking Yankees and I have to see that you you cannot be sending them there. Like, the Yankees are basically putting together the Blue Jays. Again, they got Kendris Morales. They got J-Hab. Now they have Edwin. If Stroman ended up going there, I I think that would be a a death knell for a lot of people and, and would send a lot of people back to the stores to buy Yankees hats like they did in the 2000s when the Blue Jays were freaking irrelevant. Like, I, I even had a conversation with someone last night, uh, Astros fan, which I'm I'm not going to grudge them that. 
but they talked about just how the situation's gotten here and how they hope that Blue Jays fans don't have to endure what Houston did to get its success. Those, those three straight years of 100 lost seasons. But the way things are operating right now, it's really hard not to see that, especially if you are going to unload someone st- like just at the beginning of their prime. Just just starting to to come into it. Like, this is the prime window for Marcus Stroman. He is older than Gritchuk. I finally confirmed that. No thanks to my freaking computer. But it it's it's just baffling that you don't think the Blue Jays are gonna be competitive in seven years. Like, if that's the case, then everyone's gonna get shipped out. And yeah, that that's not going to be uh, fun to really talk about for the next seven years. We will do so, though. We will be here. But um, let's let's take a break for now. And uh, just a reminder that if you are an NBA fan, you should be checking out the Locked On NBA Draft podcast, which is on the network. Um, local experts are going to be chiming in, determine, determining who their team should pick with whatever pick they have. Raptors are in the second round, so it'll be a while for Toronto. But um, you're going to get great uh, commentary. You're going to get player profiles. You're going to get fantasy breakdowns of every rookie. So it's worthwhile to check it out on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So the other main question that has arisen with the Blue Jays starting rotation, because that's that's kind of what we're focusing on today is the rotation. Um, Edwin Jackson finally was removed from the Blue Jays rotation, but not for performance issues. He went on the IL with a strained lower back. Um, It actually helped get Billy McKinney back up onto the Blue Jays roster with Justin Smoke also hitting the IL. Justin Schaefer was a recall there. So the question now becomes... Since Edwin Jackson was only starting because Charlie Montoyo said, and I quote, who else is going to start? That begs the question, who is going to start for this team in that fifth rotation slot? Because the Blue Jays do not have an off day for a while, not until... Um, not until June 27th. So they're they're going to need someone else to take that turn. And it's going to come against the Red Sox and it's going to be brutal. So who gets it? Honestly, right now, it's looking like Sam Gaviglio is going to be stretched out a little more and he's going to make a spot start or something could be essentially a bullpen day that Gavilio helms. Sammy G has fell off a lot 
in in the last month. Uh, his ERA has ballooned back over four. He's not fooling anyone with his offering and is just getting knocked around apart. So he looks like starter Sam Gavilio again, which I guess makes him perfectly ready to step into a start a spot start role. But um, what they will probably end up doing is tag teaming him with the new with the new member of the Blue Jays, Nick Kingham, because Kingham was used in that kind of swing role when he was in Pittsburgh. So I that is what I would expect to see. Um, just a mix of Gavilio and, and Kingham to try and get five or six innings out of them. And then, you know, turn it over to whoever's available in the bullpen, whether it's Derek Law or David Phelps or Justin Schaefer, who, who's been that kind of, you know, throw him out there kind of guy for the Blue Jays in the bullpen. So it's going to be a lot of essentially mix and match. But Gavilio and Kingham are probably going to be asked to do the majority of the work. And... You know, hopefully they're up to it. Kingham's been hit even worse than Gavilio this season. Um, still has an ERA of nine with the Blue Jays in two outings. He's given up two home runs in three innings. It's not great. Granted, one of those was against Mike Trout. Mike Trout hits a lot of home runs. I, I won't fault him for that one. But, uh, yeah, Danny Jansen's probably going to start that bullpen game, so... You know, Luke Maley might get a third shot at a scoreless outing. So that'll be fun, seeing Luke Maley again on the pitching mound. That's the best answer that I can offer um, for who the Blue Jays are going to start. Because honestly, it's like, throw a dart. But that is my educated guess as to who the Blue Jays would throw out there. So look forward to that in the weekend series against Boston and look forward to continuing coverage of your Toronto Blue Jays on this podcast network. Just a reminder, um, if you want to get involved in the podcast, you want to send your thoughts or anything, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NeoAC18. That's NeoAC18. I'm still not sure if I'm going to keep that going forward, I may change it to be a little more suitable to, uh, to the identity now. Cause that like, honestly, I came up with that when I was like, I want to say 17 or 18, you know, still very much buried in the closet. So we'll see what happens there. I will keep you posted, obviously. Um, but yeah, follow me on there for now. Follow the podcast at Locked on Jays on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Um, and subscribe to it via Himalaya, um, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, however you get your podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed. You can play it on the go. Just tell your smartphone to play Locked on Blue Jays and you'll get to hear my sultry voice in your ears. So, yeah, just, again, thank you all so much. I I pretty much say that every day because, you know, I, I do it for y'all. And, again, y- y'all been so good to me. And 
just thank you for everything there. And thank you for continuing to listen to these episodes. So um, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jsfrenacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.